The MMA Fight Corner. Get back. All right, joining us in the MMA Fight Corner is Gilbert Melendez. Gilbert, how you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Just got done with some training. About to get some lunch, some food, and get ready for my next session. Awesome, awesome. Now, you were recently quoted as saying you were the best lightweight in the world. Now, do you feel that statement can be true without competing in the UFC, being that most people feel the UFC lightweights are much better than the strike force lightweights? How do you feel about that? Uh, I believe to the common fan, that's true. But to someone who knows the sport or has been around for a long time and, and really evaluates what I've done in the history of, uh, of my career, you know, would, would, uh, would uh, really believe I'm number one. You know, but, uh, but yeah, you know, everyone believes that uh, uh, UFC is the number one organization. And, uh, and, you know, it is right now. They have a lot of talent pool and they have a lot of great fighters. But um, I think if you really calculate what I've done compared to uh, what UFC lightweight champion has done, um, you'll see I've done more. Gil, this is Pat. How's it going? How's it going? Good. Gil, you haven't competed since April of 2010 when you fought Aoki. What can we expect out right. of you after such a long layoff? Uh, what do you expect? Well, um, you know, I just... You know, I haven't been in competition. I haven't been on the big stage, but um, I've had plenty of fights with uh, Nick, Nate, Jake on a you know on a weekly basis, and uh, I feel like it's sharp. You know, and um, you know layoffs don't affect me. I don't really take time off. Uh, it's my life is uh, is fighting, and um, you know I, I handle nerves pretty good and, and layoffs pretty good. And and, and honestly, I you know I was, my intentions were to take about eight months off, not a whole year, but eight months off. So. Uh, you know, once again, if you follow my career, sometimes I fight in bunches and take uh, about eight months off and come back again strong. Hey, Gil, this is Ronnie. How would you Stop rank... Ronnie? Not too much. How are you? How would you rank the UFC lightweights if you had to put them in order? Say, like, I'll just throw some names at you. You got uh, Frankie Edgar, uh, Gray Maynard, Sean Shirk, Anthony Pettis, Clay Guida, Melvin Gillard, and Dennis Seaver. Yeah, you know what? Right now, the, the lightweight division is up for grabs more than ever you know uh at any time can those guys be ranked up there but i mean to put it on the top the top guys right now in my opinion you know great maynard obviously frankie edgar uh you know um, you know uh i thought tyson and shirk were up there they kind of been slipping a little bit but yeah i think you know those two distinguish themselves the most um we just need to always fall short uh, i think when nathan diaz goes back to 155 if he does he'll be a guy to reckon with but um yeah i just you know those three, uh, you know, I see those two on the top and a little bit different from everyone, but um, styles make matchups in, in these weight classes, and, uh, you know, I, yeah, I guess, I, I, you know, I guess those guys are all tough, but, um, you know, I think in 155, if you go from, like, the top seven in the world or top six, you know, up, there's probably a big difference in, like, you know, six to 20, it's up for grabs, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who do you feel won the second fight between Gray Maynard and Frankie Edgar? Second time, I thought it was a draw. I thought the, I thought the second fight, the title fight, was a draw. Yeah. And how do you see this next one going down? Um, I see the next one going down. Um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I, I felt like uh, I expected Maynard to take uh, you know Frankie down a little bit more, and Frankie was able to, to stuff him. I also expected a. Uh, Frankie to, to be able to, you know, handle some of the power a little bit better. So, uh, you know, um, it, it's a tough matchup. I seem to kind of be in the same again. You know what I mean? Gray uh, being the guy to hold us ground more and throw big bombs and try to catch Frankie and Frankie trying to, you know, uh, you know, outpoint him. So, um, you know, uh, it, it was, you know, it was a good fight. It, it's hard for me to choose. I think they're, you know, they're both pretty, it, it, it's whoever wants it more again, you know? Right. Yo, with that being said, what are your thoughts on Frankie Edgar and also Eddie Alvarez? 
How do you see each fight going down if you were to fight either one of them? Well, to me, I, I believe Eddie Alvarez, you know, is the, is, to me, is, the, is like, you know, the number two guy out there. I, I like his style. I like the way he fights. I think he's up there. So um, I think him and Frankie are the same, except Frankie's a little bit more, uh, a little bit sharper and of like, you know, more concentrated on outpointing where I think uh, Eddie is in there like the same style but looking to kill you. And, uh, and you know, that's the difference between them, I think. Um, but other than that, I think they're, you know, they're, they're pretty much similar, you know. Uh, they remind me of each other even. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I think they're both extremely talented guys. And, um, you know, and, and also Eddie's a little bigger of a guy and Frankie's a little bit smaller of a guy. But, um, yeah, both amazing athletes. I have to ask you, Gil, what is the major factor stopping the fight with Eddie from taking place? Because you guys both have said on numerous occasions you guys want to fight each other. We know Strikeforce is willing to co-promote. Is is Bellator the problem? Are they kind of stopping the whole fight from taking place? Well, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you what. It's never the fighter's problem. You know what I mean? And uh, and right now, for some reason, you know, MMA is, is like it's different organizations. You know, it's not like boxing. Boxing has, you know, they have... Uh, the the Jolla fights, the the Pacquiao fights, the Margarito fights. We have the Strike Force fights, the UFC fights, and that fight. It's not really about the best fighters in the world fighting each other. You know, for some reason, right now, it's about the organizations and the, the way they do their business. So, so I, I believe it's you know it's not really honest fighters, and I, I don't really don't. I, I, it has to be with the business. Is all I can come to conclusion with with that. And and the business, I don't know. I don't know their business. I don't know the numbers. I don't know why it doesn't add up yet. But uh, but yeah, it's definitely not in the fighters' hands. You got to talk to the promoters. Right, right. Now, now, what are your thoughts of the whole Nick Diaz-Jason Miller fiasco? I mean, do you see them ever getting in the ring and settling this thing once and for all, or what? I mean, like, you know, like, if you guys want to see, like, just, you know, some guys settle a, a conflict, I guess that's the way it goes. But if you want to see the number, like, possibly the number one 75 in the world fight, uh, you know, top talent, like, I, you know, like, I, I don't even know if, uh, if, you know, Mayhem deserves that fight or earned it, like, besides taking a fight and having bad blood, you know, like. You know, but um, but I see it being a great fight, and uh, you know, and I think it'd be good. I think Nick would beat him, but um, you know, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm not really into the whole thing with it. You know what I mean? To be honest. Right. Um, Gil, Nick Nick has a war coming up against Paul Daly on April the 9th on the same card as your fight with um Kawajiri. If Nick Diaz decides to stand and bang with Paul Daly, how does this fight go down? Um. You know, I mean, you know, uh, Daly's a big puncher, and, you know, uh, and Nick likes to stay in the pocket, and he likes to punch, too. And, um, you know, I, I see it going down, um, you know, like, uh, you know, it's, it's a tough fight. They're both going to hold the ground, you know, and, uh, you know, I see Nick kind of just keeping a good distance, trying to make this guy miss and throw big bombs and then countering sharp and, uh, you know, and, and, and imposes will like he always does. And, uh, you know, sometimes... You know, he has to do it certain ways, and sometimes he does it other ways. I don't know exactly how he's going to do it this time, but, you know, I see him coming forward and, and imposing his will. That's what he does. Gil, who, in your opinion, is the top pound-for-pound fighter in MMA? Not just in the lightweight division, just overall. Um, oh, I have to say GSP. George St. Pierre, as, uh, you know, as, to me, is, like, is one of the most all-around, well-rounded MMA fighters. You know, like, you know, he's... He, he's, the best mixed martial artist out there. Is he the best stand-up guy? I don't know. Is he the best wrestler? I don't know. Is he the best uh, jiu guy? I don't know. But is he the best mixed martial artist? By far. You know, and I think uh, he he has an answer for, you know, a lot of guys out there. You know, most of the guys out there, you know, and and uh, he's fighting my, you know, my best friend, Jake Shields, and, you know, I'm exciting, excited for that as well because I, I think Jake has the answer, you know, but, uh, but yeah, 
GSP, man. You know, hats off to the guy. He's, 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 you know, he's a true mixed martial artist, and uh, and respect him for it. What do you think about, what are your thoughts on that fight with Jake and GSP? I mean, how's Jake's training camp been coming along, and how do you see this fight going down? You know, what do you think Jake has to do to win this fight? Um, I think Jake, uh, you know, has to, GSP hasn't lost a round, I think, in his last 30 rounds, you know? Right. So basically, he's controlled every fight, every round, every second, it seems like, of his fight, you know? And uh, I think what Jake needs to do as well is, like, you know, get this dirty and, and, uh, and you know, and, and be aggressive and, and try to cut it off, and, and, and you know, get in these wrestling scrambles, and and, uh, and uh, you know, take a stick to his world, and um, you know, and that's not an easy task. Just be jab, and and it's gonna stick and moving, and uh, and but I think that's one thing we're dealing with well, and um, and, and Jake has really good sense, timing, and, and really good fight awareness in the in the cage, and I think you'll I think you'll see that. What is your opinion on the way that you guys get paid? Uh, I know many fighters have. You know, kind of complained about it. Are, are you satisfied with it? I am uh, completely satisfied with my deal with Strikeforce. I just re up with them, and uh, and yes, I mean, you know, you got to battle your business, and it's business to battle a little bit for, for what you're worth. And uh, you know, and I believe Strikeforce, you know, takes care of me well. But um, you know, also I believe I'm a guy who, always, you know, my style is exciting, and and, uh, and I'm also if I if I if there were a fight of the night bonus, I'm always candidate for that or, or knockout of the night, and. That's just my fighting style, and uh, so business has been pretty good with me be, just because of that. Um, you know, some guys don't pull the trigger as much, and you know, and 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 they still win, and and that becomes an issue or a debate if they deserve money or, or not. And uh, you know, but I, I think if you're one of the best in the world, you should get paid. You know, you should get paid like you're the best in the world. So you do believe in working for a paycheck? That's a that's a good answer. Now, now, what are your thoughts on the judging in MMA? And do you think there's anything that that could be done to change it? Definitely, man. I think there's to be like a, a rule book, you know, like a rule book that we can follow or that maybe we can get and and uh, and also like, you know, some way to follow along, you know. Uh, you know, I, I, I personally like that there's uh, like the, I love like MMA originally because there was no um, interference, you know, just no time limit in a fight would go and you just stay out of it. But now like there's rules. So there's three five minute rounds and, and you know, this and that. And I don't like the rest involved. But since there is rules now, I think the ref does need to be involved. Like, they need to, like, throw out, like, control or what's the neutral position. You know, is this guy using wrestling for stalling or is he using it to, to be aggressive in offense, you know, or, or right. is, is, is it takedown? There's so many things I think that need to be analyzed a lot more or that need to be discussed and that, that haven't been. And it's just, like, just someone's opinion if they like wrestling more than stand-up, you know? Gil, there's been a lot of talk about teammates fighting each other. Um, well, what are your thoughts on fighting teammates? I know Nick Diaz is your friend, but if the price was right and a catch weight was agreed upon, would you guys get in the cage and bang it out? Well, here's the thing. If the price is right and I'm getting, like, all of a sudden, say, like, oh, $5 million to fight Nick Diaz, then I'll probably be getting $4 million to fight someone else. So I wouldn't, you know what I mean? But, I mean, like, you know, so it doesn't seem like the price will ever be right because, you know, I'll take a pay cut to fight someone else. But these are my boys. These are, like, my brothers. I fight them uh, in closed doors amongst, you know, and, you know, we, these guys help me get to where I am. You know, like, they're trying to help me get... We're trying to help each other get better than each other. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, like, it's, like it's, to me, that doesn't make sense. And and, uh, and I don't think we, we, we do that. You know, we're not doing... I don't, I don't plan on fighting any of my friends like that. Absolutely. Now, your fight coming up on April 9th with Karajiri, um, obviously, people know it's a rematch. And uh, certain people felt the, the last time that you beat him, it was kind of controversial. And you know he had a pretty good war with Eddie Alvarez. He beat Thompson. 
um, the one time. How do you see this fight going down? Yeah, I think he's an extremely tough opponent. I mean, I fought him before a long time ago. Um, the thing is, it's been about three, I think three or four years now, you know, since we, we throw down, and uh, and I feel like I've evolved, and uh, and I feel like he stayed sharp and on top of his game, but I think I've evolved a lot more, and uh, you know, and, and you know, and if, and if I'm truly number one, like I say I am, I think I, you know, and, and I come in as strong and as in shape as I feel, I feel like I should be able to, you know, I, I, I want to dominate this fight, you know, so um, that'll make a difference, but um, but yeah, I see a lot of I see a lot of strengths. I just think that the, my stand-up's a lot different than his, and and my pace and my strength. What do you think is left for you uh, in the lightweight division of Strikeforce? Um, do you need to make the jump to welterweight to get some true competition? Because it just seems like you're so dominant. Um, I, I, I think you said it there. Like, I need to I need to be dominant. You know what I mean? It's not going to be good enough to win for me. I need to, like, dominate guys, and I need to, like, like you know, and I need to win 100%. I can't just get these split decisions, or I can't pull it off, you know, or... You know, I, I really need to dominate, and I really need to show that, you know, I'm I'm the alpha 155-pounder out there. And uh, that's what's going to keep me, you know, and make me the number one guy out there. And uh, and to be honest, in the UFC, I see that title changing quite a few times, you know. And uh, and, and that's uh, and that's the thing that, you know, what happened in the 205-pound division, you know, it changed, like, changed hands five or six times with a matter of, like, a year and a half, I think. So, uh, and, you know, and it makes me wonder who the real one number one guy in the world is in the weight class. Gil, you know what? I want to play the imaginary game for a second. If all the MMA organizations were going to fold for some reason and you were allowed to fight one last fight, who would it be? DSP. Wow. That would be a great one. And, and if, if I may, too, um, uh, Gil, I can't, I can't talk about the lightweights without mentioning BJ Penn. How, how do you feel you match up with BJ? He is said to be the greatest lightweight of all time. How do you feel you match up with well, him? And do you agree with the assessment that he is the greatest lightweight of all time? I think at a point he was the greatest lightweight of all time, and uh, you know, and, and maybe it's in there somewhere, but I, I don't, I, I don't see the, the the fire in there as much. You know, it seems to fade. You know, the flame seems to the, seems to fade in the fights now. And uh, before he's, he's the kind of guy that can fight to the death. You know, and um, and I, you know, but that old BJ Penn for a time, yeah. But the sport's evolving. You know, uh, Matt Hughes used to be the number one seventy pounder in the world, and we saw evolution right before our eyes in CGSP and. Uh, I think we're seeing that in the in the 155 pound division, and and some some 55 pounder out there in the world needs to step it up and and, 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 and claim that spot, you know, and and that's what I'm that's what I want to do, and uh, you know it's you know it's time for the new guys, new breeds, you know, wow. but uh, but I think BJ is I think BJ is amazing and he's done a lot and and you know you still see him go out there and do great, but uh, you know it's, it's the flame, you know I think he has it he has the ability, it's just if he wants it or not, you know. Absolutely. Now, we want to thank you for answering all these questions, and these are all mixed martial art related questions, but I have to ask you one question. I like to ask one question that's off the beaten path a little bit. What do you like to do, okay. in, what do you like to do in your free time? What does a Gilbert Melendez like to do? How does he loosen up? How does he spend his free time? Well, I live in a beautiful city, San Francisco, so I mean, my favorite park is Dolores Park. You know, usually when I got some time, you know, me, my family, my buddies, we just go to the park, barbecue is there, throw the frisbee around, let the dogs loose, and just hang out and, you know, and, and, and enjoy, uh, you know, and enjoy the in the sun or, or whatever's going on, you know, and uh, just relax and get ready for training. Uh, and do you have any favorite movies or any uh, television shows that you like to watch? Yeah, man, like, you know, I wake up and I watch Family Feud and with Steve Harvey in the morning a little bit, 11. Uh, so Gilbert Melendez like is a Family Feud fan. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'll watch that in the morning. Um, I get back. I like watching movies. You know, I just saw, 
I saw Robin Hood uh, with uh, recently. That was all right with um, uh, what's his name, um, Russell Russell Crowe. Right, sure. Um, I, I, I I love Spartacus. I love Eastbound and Down. Uh, I watched uh, Hung. Pretty cool. Yeah, Hung's. Uh, I, I got into Hung too. Are you a Dexter fan? You know what? I didn't catch that in time. So I, if I don't catch the first season, you know, I just like I never go back and, and check it. But I, I didn't, and you know, that kind of creeps me out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got. I got to agree too. I have a hard time watching that show. Yeah. I'm more yeah, of an. Uh, yeah, I'm more of an Entourage guy myself. <laughs> yeah, Entourage and all that. Yeah, the last season was a little bit, a little hectic and everything. But I, I really like Spartacus, dude. The new Spartacus kind of, you know, everyone's all pumped on that. I liked it, you know. So right, you know, right, cool. right. Very cool. Yeah, and of course, the music, you know. What's your favorite music? I listen to some reggae. I listen to classic rock. I listen to just hip hop. Anything, you know. Good songs. Good. Very cool. Hey, Gil, how's it feel being yeah. a new daddy, man? It's fun, bro. It's fun. That's like that's my only like wrench in everything. You know, sometimes I want to kick it with my daughter instead of going to uh, going to train. You know, yeah. that's really hard thing. You know? <laughs> we like, we yeah. all know the feeling. Yeah, we all know that feeling. Boat. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, she makes me maybe a little soft and all, but also you know she makes me work harder. You know, but uh, but yeah, man, like she she makes me a lot more. My life is a lot more like not so serious now that I got her. You know, like even. I take my stuff seriously, but you know what I mean? It's not life or death, yeah? Well, congratulations and God bless on that, man. Thanks a lot, Gilbert. We want to thank you so much for coming on the show tonight, and best of luck in the future. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Good luck on April the 9th, buddy. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck, Gil. You're the man. Thank you, guys. All right, take it easy. Take care, Take care. God bless. Thanks for listening to the MMA Fight Corner. Check us out on the web, MMAFightCorner.com. Remember to find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. The MMA Fight Corner. The fight is over. That's it!